I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Welcome, everybody, to the Juice Pro Wrestling episode 96, Absolute Power. Absolute Power with the one, the only, the Emmy Award-winning journalist and news anchor and the voice of NWA Power, Joe Galley. What's going on, brother? Hey, man, you sound super juiced tonight. (laughs) You know, I always got to keep it wet. (laughs) What's good, brother? Oh, man. Uh, just wrapped up an episode with uh, a great promoter out here in the Chicagoland region, Steve Tortorello from Warrior Wrestling. Those guys are killing it. Um, getting ready to shoot the shit with you, and I'm super pumped, man. You are our second guest from the N- the newly invigorated NWA, which I've absolutely been enjoying. And every Tuesday at six, my my girlfriend knows when I get off of work, it's like, hey. I'll text her randomly during the day, like, you ready to go? And she's like, I'm ready. We're going to go into the fire at 6.05. And it's a good time. I hope she appreciates it. I hope she's not one of these girlfriends that, you know, she loves you, but she's not particularly interested in wrestling, and you just kind of sit her on the couch. I'm glad that you said that. I'm glad you said that because, no, she does sit on the couch with me. But she is invested, like in the storyline, oh, and it's it's I'm so very happy cool. To hear that. It's it's really cool. I've never really had a a girl like that that can, uh, you know, like sit and like watch wrestling, wrestling oh, with me. She's a keeper, man. She she's is, a man. Keeper. She loves uh, she loves NWA and she loves AEW Dynamite right now. It's uh, she's two, all about two it. Two very man. good shows. Two very good shows. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh. Real quick, um, as I alluded to a couple seconds ago, I mean, dude, so you're pretty involved in the news business. I mean, that's uh, what you graduated from college was a journalistic mm-hmm. approach. Um, let's see here. News 4 and Fox San Antonio news anchor. Mm-hmm, that's right? right. That's where I'm at right now. 2016 Emmy Award winner. That's right. Um, oh, boy, you've done your homework. Yeah, like a little that. bit, you know, a little bit. California State University grad. Um, yeah, that's right. You know, Go what, Matadors. <laughs> yeah, not Tito Santana, who was also a recent guest of the show. And <laughs> <laughs> Matador, he hated that game. Yeah. Um, what got you into, like, journalism and, and news and all that? Uh, it was sort of by accident. I was actually going to Cal State Northridge to get a degree in screenwriting. Nice. But at the time, I was also a, a I was a full-time student and full-time worker to try to pay my way through. I was doing uh, retail loss prevention at Rite Aid, and um, I I just couldn't swing the film program at Cal State Northridge. As with most colleges in the Los Angeles area, it, their film programs are strong because they need to be strong just right. because of where they are geographically. And so I was like, man, I'll never graduate uh, just because of the schedule and me having to be you know working 40 hours a week. And so journalism was in the same building. And I looked at that schedule and I was like, oh, well, this will work. And so I was going to school for it. And honestly, I wasn't taking it too seriously. Mm -hmm. I was kind of just going to get a degree. I didn't really think I would 
be a professional journalist at the time. And so I made this really stupid, goofy demo reel. And at the time, I was also a pro wrestler, and I was training at a school really? uh, called the Fit Pit. And um, the beginning of my demo reel was me in a full suit in the middle of the ring taking a Death Valley driver from Brawlin' Bo Cooper, one of the guys oh, who was teaching at I love my that. school. And uh, so I didn't think it was going to go anywhere, but there was a consultant working for uh, the NBC affiliate in Toledo, Ohio, which you're, you're going to love the call letters for this. It was WNWO. <laughs> and, and so it was sort of a match made in heaven. Yeah. And they were looking for a fun, goofy morning reporter guy. You know, some TV stations have that. It's the person that's like, you know, it's National Pancake Day. I'm at the pancake house. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, whatever. Slap me silly. Yeah. And so I did. So they they hired me to go and be this fun morning reporter guy. And I was like, all right, cool. And I just, you know, I packed up my tiny Ford Focus at the time and drove from L.A. to Toledo, Ohio. And I was there for a number of years. It didn't take long for things to change. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to that station and it really wasn't it wasn't making the numbers that you'd like. Right. And so the company that owned it at the time made a lot of changes, meaning a lot of new management, and they decided to transition pretty quickly away from having a fun morning show to having a traditional morning news podcast. Oh, some boring bullshit, right? It's the standard stuff that you see. Yeah. And in all honesty, it's what most people want. They want right. to wake up in the morning. They want to know their headlines. They want yeah. to know what the traffic is. And they want to know what the weather is. They don't particularly want to see me at a pole dancing class uh, <laughs> right. doing that stuff, which I brought my gear and I was doing that in my old, my wrestling <laughs> boots and the shirt I used to go out to the ring in. Nice. And uh, so they're like, well, you've got to be a journalist now. And I was like, okay. And then I just started from there. And then it just kind of kept on going. And I, uh, I was wrestling a little bit. As uh, uh, I, I was working a little bit out up in Michigan, I worked a couple of shows. I, nice. I couldn't even tell you the companies that I worked for. It was so long ago now. Uh, and then I got a job at a cable station uh, north of Allentown in the Lehigh Valley. And so I did a couple of shows with Lehigh Valley Wrestling when I was a reporter out there. And that didn't last too long before I got, uh, I, I guess I got a little homesick, I guess you could say. And right. so I finally uh, got out of that gig and I found a job at uh, KESQ, the ABC affiliate in Palm Springs, California. So I was only, you know, my family's all living in Los Angeles. And so it's like an hour and a half, two hours out. Mm -hmm. And so I started working there. And at the time, my best friend, uh, Brandon Taylor, who wrestles as Robert Baines, and he is currently a member of the managerial staff at the LA Dojo for New Japan. Yep. He was the uh, Hollywood Heritage Champion at Dave Marquez's program, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. And at the time, Todd Kennelly. Uh, was I love to Todd. Go, to oh, Impact. To Impact, right? Todd's great. What was that? Were you talking he was leaving to go to Impact or is this before? He was. Okay. He was. He was yeah. This was right as he was leaving to go to Impact. And, uh, and he's like, I talked to Dave. They're looking for a guy. Why don't you come out and try it? And I said, sure. And I came out and it just happened to be the red carpet rumble, which is their biggest show. It's, mm. you know, their version of the Royal rumble. And uh, I did a couple of backstage interviews and Dave really liked it. And he liked me and he said, come back next taping. And then the next taping, uh, Todd was gone and I was in. And so I sat <laughs> next to Johnny LaQuasto, who now goes by John Quasto on 205 Live. He's mm -hmm. been calling – I think he's called two episodes of that so far. He typically does all the live shows for NXT. So he's you know, doing the circuit in Florida mostly and then along the East Coast. And uh, so, yeah, I sat next to Johnny for a number of years, and that's where I met – Dave Lagana and Billy Corgan when they were starting the 10 pounds of gold series, because if you go all the way back on the NWA YouTube and you look at the first episode of uh, the 10 pounds of gold, mm -hmm. it's Tim storm at championship wrestling from Hollywood. Yep. So that's where I met them and they liked how I called the action there. Also for all you fans out there that are recent fans of NWA power and they like Zicky dice, if you go back to those original episodes of 10 Pounds of Gold, you will see Tim Storm defend the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship against Zicky Dice, who is also probably about 100 pounds heavier in that match. Yeah, yeah. He dude, was, amazing he was transition he's made, man. 
And, um, and I'm sure he talked about this on your podcast. I mean, he is slimmed down. He is leaner. He is meaner. He is healthier. And, uh, and that's why we love him on NWA power. He just brings so much character and intensity and he has a perfect fit for this environment. Yeah. But, and uh, he, he's got an old school feel too. He kind of reminds me of like, uh, almost like an Adrian Adonis mixed with, uh, Hercules Hernandez mixed with God. I don't even know. There's a million names that could come to mind. There is. And and I think what's great is you can see all those similarities, but it's also very much him. Yeah. And it's a, it's a very individual. It's not like he's trying to be somebody else. It's this guy is right. his own guy. And yes, he has this throwback gimmick and you feel like he's stepping out of a time machine and it's exactly the kind of fun stuff that we want on our program. Right. So, yeah, that's how I got my start because my wrestling career and my broadcast journalism career, which then turned into my broadcast wrestling career, all kind of started at about the same time and then just kind of got married together at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. And I worked for Dave Marquez there and I worked for him uh, at his sister promotion, Championship Wrestling from Arizona, for a number of years as Mm -hmm. well. And uh, if you're if your listeners are interested at all, you can catch all of those on Fight TV as well. It's a weekly broadcast and they still put out an amazing product that's there. I mean, uh, do you guys ever have Peter Hammerstone Av- on the librarian at yeah. AEW still produces championship wrestling from Arizona? Yes, he does. Doesn't he have and a so stake in it? Hmm? Doesn't he own part of it? Yeah, well, I, I believe that would that would be considered a, a storyline for you. But he okay. is uh, he is an executive producer over Championship Wrestling from Arizona. It's very much Peter's show, right. along with uh, Mick Greenwood and a few other guys that put that show together. And but it's great talent that come out of there. I think Championship Wrestling from Arizona or Championship Wrestling Hollywood shares a lot of similarities with NWA Power. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is basically a studio environment out of the ocean view pavilion whereas championship wrestling from arizona is, is shot in a nightclub uh, called the nile theater and it's got a very different feel to it it's a really fun feel we've done a lot of outlandish things uh, for instance <laughs> no i'm dead. technically dead in arizona Ooh. when i when i zombie when i moved it's only in arizona <laughs> it's very clear uh, they, they killed me off. And it, uh, once again, it was by my good friend, or I guess my, my arch, my arch rival, Robert Baines choked me to death. Um, so it makes it a little difficult if I ever want to make a comeback. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll just, I put a sheet over my head and cut two little holes in it and haunt the theater or something like that. But <laughs> yeah, gotta be careful yeah, though. It's, it's 2020 it's a crazy ride. It's been yeah. a crazy ride. And I never knew that it would lead to me being, uh, a voice on a, you know, a, a weekly televised wrestling show that, that would get so much, you know, so much adulation from all the wrestling fans out there that are really enjoying it. Oh yeah. Well, it, I mean, let's be honest here, uh, Joe, I mean, it's a significant show and it's, um, not also, it, I will, I should, let me rephrase it. It's a significant show and it is also a really interesting show that is, it's a lot different. It's a hell of a lot different than anything else that's out there. Like, you know, AEW, which is a great show. I love it. I love the promotion. Um, you know, they were talking, preaching all this change and difference and a true alternative. And I think in a lot of ways they are, but you guys, I mean, it, it's the proofs in the pudding. It's right fucking there. It's, NWA power is a total, it's a time warp, but it's fresh. You know, it's, it's what the fans have wanted. They wanted just, you know, you have your entertainment aspects, but it's really no bullshit. You know, it's like watching for you old school fans out there that were watching the old NWA or like early WCW, you know, um, when Crockett and stuff got bought out, it, it gives you that vibe, that feel of those old school guys being up there. It's just modern day dudes. And you get, the extra flavor that the cherry on the fucking cake, if you will, of a, like guys like the rock and roll express or, you know, the big bad booty daddies, Scott Steiner <clears throat> coming back and all that shit. Like you guys have it all. And it is, it's an hour. That is a great, that's what I loved about like promotions like Lucha underground that I thought was really cutting edge for its time. And really to me was like the modern day ECW um, I think you guys are kind of in that same spot where, you know, you're taking it to a different level. You're giving a little bit of that throwback 
but it's just enough flavor to give that sentimental value, but it's still modern. It's still hip. You're doing your own thing. You know, Billy is rocking on all cylinders. Like it's, it's great what you guys are doing. And I'm not trying to be a kiss ass cause I don't play that shit. It's just, I fucking love enjoying watching your product every week as do a lot of people because it is a true alternative and it's, it's a great throwback mixed with the modern, um, a lot of different modern aspects of professional wrestling. And I think what, what really is great about it, and you alluded to it, is our, our time frame. Is it's, it's an, hour. an hour. We have a few episodes. Like for instance, our episode tomorrow as we lead into hard times mm-hmm. will be a little bit longer than that because we got some extra things and we got some surprises for you folks. And you want to make sure that you tune in uh, and uh, subscribe to our NWA YouTube station and make sure that you, you click the little bell to get your reminders that That's it's right. coming on. Because, you know, we say 605, but we've got viewers all over the world. And, like, we actually get a lot of people <laughs> message. At least in the early days, we had a lot of people message us. I'm in Madagascar. Oh, yeah. What time does it come on? And well, like, that's the great thing well, about YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube, you don't need to fucking DVR. And I remember watching the yeah. early 10 Pounds of Gold in early um, interviews with Billy, how he was talking about um, the way professional wrestling and just TV consumption in general has changed. Uh, you don't need, you know, even the DVR, you don't need it. You got YouTube. You can put out a product on YouTube and still make it uh, financially beneficial to your cause or at least use that as a starting platform to get something bigger and totally be fine. And it's it's just been it's been crazy to watch like a lot of shit what he said come true and come and happen. And it's it's awesome it's been a blessing for wrestling fans because they need that they need that you guys are so different that it really sticks out amongst the impact who is also very different nowadays um mm-hmm. compared to everybody else and AEW and ROH you guys you know you guys are swimming in a big plethora of wrestling that is going on right now and there's so much to consume there really is. It's it's almost too much, especially with the way that like these independent talents are nowadays. And some of these indie promotions are just like badass. And we got a lot of them out here where I'm at in Chicagoland. Uh, but you guys, man, is you have that lineage, those three letters, NWA. And we, <laughs> you know, we ain't talking about straight out of Compton. Um, it's in professional wrestling. There is there is, the you know, I love it when Nick all say says the real world's champion. You know, I love that shit, man. Like, it gets me fucking jacked. Like, he's right. You know, there is a reason to respect that belt and the heritage, the lineage of what the NWA was. And, like, it's almost like this phoenix rising from the ashes, you know, of what all the poor mismanagement throughout, you know, like the 90s and 2000s or whatever till Billy took over. And uh, it's it's so, to me, like, cutting-edge. It's really different, man. It's really got a niche. And to have the hour time slot is great because a lot of these viewers nowadays, it's short attention spans. And it doesn't matter if you're watching wrestling. I mean, you're in the entertainment business. You know this. You know, people want their shit and they want it now and then they want to crap it out and forget about it and go on to the next. Like, yeah, a lot of people really enjoyed the Conor McGregor fight. It's just the people that had to pay for the pay-per-view that didn't particularly like exactly. it. Exactly. And but, there was uh, probably a 50-50 on that. This is what a lot of people want to see, and they want to be able to do that sort yeah. of stuff. And, um, and so we make things try to make things digestible, and we actually put out a lot of content, especially on Twitter and on our Facebook page, where mm-hmm. it's the shorter clips so that people can get caught up and people can see what we're offering every time. And to just go back a little bit to what you were saying about the importance of that brand with the NWA and the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, all you have to do, and I'm sure a lot of your your listeners are probably avid fans of NXT. Yeah. I know I am. Yep. And if you look at NXT right now, they're going back and having the Dusty Classic. Well, what's the picture they use of Dusty Rhodes? It's mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes holding the 10 pounds of gold. Yep. There's 100 million photos of Dusty Rhodes they could use. But they're deliberately choosing the one where he's holding the NWA World Heavyweight Championship because it means something. And it meant something to Dusty, and it meant something to everybody who's had the privilege of carrying that championship. And I think people understand that, and they understand how deep those roots run, not only in 
that particular brand, but really for all the professional wrestling and the foundation that it led to to everything that that came after it. I mean, especially things like WCW. And yeah. I mean, just it changed. It, it it enabled the landscape to continue to change and to be a part of this rebirth of the 10 pounds of gold is phenomenal. Mm. The response from gentlemen like yourself and even just casual wrestling fans is fantastic. And I have to say, like, there's a lot of people out there that are super passionate about pro wrestling. And they remember matches that happened on specific dates and right. when titles change and all that. And those people are great. But they're they're fewer and far between than the than the casual wrestling fan. Exactly. And our show really does appeal to them. Even if they're not they can't remember every match that Ricky the Dragon Streamboat had. Mm-hmm. They can they'll they'll be able to come in, identify with our characters, see the story that we're trying to tell, and get an hour's worth of entertainment for it. And it's free. It's, it's 100% free, free. Yeah, it's and it's so available great. anywhere in the world. And I think what the, the downside, and we get a lot of people, and I've done quite a few of these interviews, and one of the big questions that I get asked is, when is it going to end up on a major cable network? I wasn't going to ask one you. Of your, I, and, and I appreciate that, but you can. I, I'm an open book. You can ask yeah. me whatever you like. But my answer to that is, it, for me, I would be happy for us to stay where we are even indefinitely I, I, one, agree. It's profitable. I agree we're still profitable right now we're yep. making money we're increasing our staff both what you're going to see as far as our wrestlers in the ring our roster is going to grow as well as the people in the back that you don't see yeah. we have an enormous amount of support staff that's putting more product together you're going to see announcements coming up about circle squared and girl power and all these other shows and ancillary things that are all feeding this NWA beast. And we're able to do it without anybody telling us what we should or could do. You That's know, great. Tony Khan can go and make decisions at AEW mm-hmm. if he chose to, because it's his thing. Yeah. Nobody tells Billy and David Lagano what to do. Right. And I think that that's what makes our show so special. You know, Billy Corgan's made it very clear. He's the only owner of a weekly televised professional wrestling program that's not a billionaire. Right. They're all owned by billionaires. And yeah. so he's going at this. And granted, he's, it's not like he's struggling for cash. No, no. But he's producing this product that we want to put on par that these juggernauts that can just throw tons of money at. And, mm-hmm. I, and we're pulling it off and people are enjoying the product and it's continuing to grow. And that's just what's so fantastic about it. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you this, Joe. And, and Billy ain't no fucking slouch either. He knows what's up. Timing is everything. You know, if it wasn't, you know, the Smashing Pumpkins wouldn't have existed. Uh, it's a great time for professional wrestling. And especially a, a brand and like what you guys, your product you're putting out is because it is the return of the territories. It's the return of like, hey. You know, everybody as a wrestling fan was so fed up for the last damn near 20 years of the one horse in the stable, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the way that that was presented, it's just, you know, I, whatever. I don't I, I try to right. be as positive as possible, but there's a lot right, of garbage. Yeah, you know, it, 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 it at is the same time. At the same time, there were other alternatives out there, but they were harder to find. Yeah. It was harder to go ahead and watch the things right. on Ring of Honor or New Japan. Yeah. You know, I, I as I, now as a we teenager, have I fight really love high spots and stuff, but it was hard yeah. to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And now and, and now a lot of these promotions, I mean, they're killing it because the talent, for one, I've never seen a, uh, a I don't want to say genre, a uh Man, what's the word I'm looking for? A era. We'll look for that. Of professional wrestling, independent wrestlers that are killing it, and they're feeding everybody. Look at all the top names pretty much in professional wrestling nowadays. They were like these crazy indie darlings. And and America's favorite or everybody's favorite sweetheart, CM Punk. It's a perfect fucking example of that, you know? Uh, And the talent pool from the indies nowadays, it's like, that's what solidifies to me the return of the territories because they're coming from everywhere. 
you know, in and out the United States, but, you know, everywhere across the United States. And you're getting guys like a Caleb Connolly, you know, he he's on your show. He he did impact, you know, he was killing it on the Indies. Like, come on, like that talent pool is ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. It is. I mean, it's a great time to be a pro wrestler. It's an especially yep. great time to be a good pro wrestler because there is such a, an appetite for it, especially from a, a live perspective. I mean, you could take shows here locally here in San Antonio. I, I think arguably our biggest promotion that runs out of here is a promotion called River City Wrestling. And yep. I've done some commentary for their programs that they've had out here. I work with Brandon Oliver. He's a great guy. And he brings in some really top tier talent like uh, Colt Cabana, for example, who was their champion for a little while. I, I love Colt Cabana. Mm-hmm. And he fills out the arenas that he, he puts that show in. He fills every seat. Yep. And recently, you know, he actually did some partnerships with, with impact with the bash at the brewery. I think they called it out here and it was at yep. a, a local brewery here in San Antonio Great and show. it looks fantastic. And they brought fantastic talent out here and, and RBD. people want to go out and they want to see it. I think that that's what's so important too, is you can't forget we talk about television and we talk about, you know, social media at the end of the day, putting butts in seats is just as important. And exactly. so you have to be able to deliver that and give a good experience for people live. Yeah. And we are very focused in our studio wrestling program on NWA power for that television broadcast. But at that same time, I don't think uh, a, a crowd has more fun at any other show than our show. That crowd is almost they're on their feet or on the edge of their seat that entire show they're enjoying it and they get to interact with it yeah and, it's very vocal and i think Even, that that's what's really great about it and it's cool and it's um you can hear it if you guys you know you're out there watching nwa power on youtube whenever you do because you have the ability to do that whenever you do uh you hear all ages i mean you're we're talking young kids yelling at the wrestlers and giving them jive and whatever to mm-hmm. the old guys you know like it, it's to everything in between it's great. I, I you definitely feel the power, <laughs> every pun intended on that one, when you watch NWA Power. It's really yeah. Cool. The audience is very important to our show, and mm-hmm. it should be important to every show. And unfortunately, I think that's where some organizations sort of fall flat. Right. Is you don't have that sort of chemistry all the time, and it's difficult for you know the large organizations like WWE. Just because of how much they need to put out there and the size of arenas that they're going in, every once in a while you'll just get a dead crowd and you might have a bad show. And that's going to happen when you're doing multiple shows a week on a consistent traveling basis. But that's what's great about our show is we know we're going to get super dedicated and a hot crowd and it's going to help our broadcast look and sound the way a wrestling podcast should look right yeah yeah i totally agree and hey man it's more power to the way that media is being like consumed and presented like through youtube and all these different apps now and streaming services like that totally benefits you guys and anybody in the wrestling business as much as social media you know it's like there's never been a better time than now to really promote yourself and have a show and like get out there, especially if you have quality product, you know, like everybody knows WWE, they know the game in town, they know whatever. And even though there is a lot of disenfranchised fans out there with the product, it doesn't matter. They're still going to make money, you know, because they are that big and they've been in the game that long. But I'm telling you what, man, the, with guys like you and, uh, impact really firing AEW, everybody doing their own thing. There'll they'll be a chunk taken from the, the juggernaut. And Hey man, I appreciate that because back in 2001, when I graduated high school, ECW, WCW went under and I was like, Holy shit, man, wrestling is over. I never thought I'd see that day. You know? Well, it, it's just like any, any other business. If you don't have competition, you, you rest on your laurels. I mean, right. you could look, just back at the American auto industry in the 60s and 70s and then into the 80s, this country was putting out bad cars. Yeah, yeah. And so you had Germany and Japan who then stepped up and then people started to buy those. And now, I mean, it used to be, you know, 35, 40 years ago, you could go to a, a GM lot and basically 
go off the lot with a brand new lemon. And now, because you've had all this competition from all these places all over the world, you could go to any new car lot and go buy the cheapest car on that lot. And it'll be a great car because it was it forced everybody to up their game. So like there isn't there used to be a time where you could go and buy a bad brand new car. And that time doesn't really exist anymore. And it's because of competition. Exactly. And so the same thing happens with pro wrestling. If you have that competition, it forces you to step up and it forces you to put out a good product. And WWE, I think right now is doing that, particularly on their NXT brand. I absolutely love 99.99% of the stuff that they put out on that show with the takeovers that they're having and everything like that. And I'm not just saying that because I got friends that work on it. I mean, it's a great product. Let me me tell you this, and I I don't mean to cut you off, but I absolutely 110% agree with that statement. But here's my thing. It sucks because... To me, and the way what NXT is is what WWE should be nowadays throughout Raw and SmackDown. And it sucks that it's a third brand and it's just not who WWE is now. Because NXT is what the wrestling business is. Because that's the brand that okay, Triple H and them they listen. And and not only that, dude, I don't care what anybody says. Triple H, the status he is at is is huge right it's like unattainable to any of us right like he's fucking vince's son-in-law he's got all this power all this stroke all this whatever but dude he is a fucking fan you mm-hmm. know and nxt shows like i feel like when i'm watching that it's like watching old school shit like much like you guys like it's you know i'm like watching wcw saturday night but just modern day and like these really insane athletes in great production well, it's because they have to. And yeah. I mean, this goes back to competition. They're right. going toe to toe with AEW now. Mm-hmm. And even before then, I mean, they well, were still AEW the game. And even since then, I yeah, mean, yeah. with the program that they've had, the hour and a half long program that they have to put on, mm-hmm. they know they need to raise that bar. And there isn't a whole lot of other wrestling that's on, on Mondays and Friday nights. So you don't have to do that. And they're still selling out the arenas and they're still doing well enough. But I and I think for the casual wrestling fan, I think it's it's just it's a fine product, and yeah. there's pro, there's plenty of people. Donatos just didn't add bacon to their pizzas; they added bacon to their bacon, Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon, or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get two dollars off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code two Donatos. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important who tune in and watch it all the time or at least watch it regularly enough to where they're still very profitable. So you don't really need to make a whole lot of big changes. No, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it sort of a deal. But at that same time, like I honestly, I don't know a single person other than other wrestling journalists who will sit on Monday night and watch an entire episode of raw. Can't I don't know a single person can't do it anymore that, unless they have to unless it's uh, they're gonna do a podcast about it or even then I'll be throwing it, you know? motherfucker twenty bucks or something hey watch this shit for me give me cliff notes <laughs> yeah I mean I, it's, it's that and, bad and that's and so I think the problem is that is it's just too long and it's, if they it just is. condensed it down but they WCW don't need to 2000. because they're selling the advertising and they're making the money. Yeah. And well, so here's why? The and they have a big enough roster to where they could fill out the matches. Here, yeah. Here's the thing, Joe. They WWE is Coca-Cola. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. They don't have to do anything because they already are, you know, they mm-hmm. just have to like kind of go through the motions at this point and they're just going to generate revenue, you know? And, but that's what I, you know, getting back to the, they are corporate. The day they went corporate, like, hey, it was all downhill from there because at the end of the day, you're going to have to pump out and run it like, I mean, there's ways to run a business and be successful and then just be like the way like big, 
corporate America is, it's just, to me, it's disgusting, you know, because it's never about anybody else but themselves. And it's just, it, it, they it's hard to be a corporation and also put out art. Exactly. And then, and then exactly. And, you know, entertainment is art. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same point, you have the other corporations that do it very yeah. well. Look at the movie industry right there. I mean, exactly. the Avengers movies, that whole series, every one of those movies is fantastic. And it's all part of the corporate Disney universe. Now. Yeah. Uh, at, at the same time, they'll put out Dr. Doolittle and nobody particularly wants to see that. <laughs> I know. It's like, <laughs> but it, it'll still make, it'll still make all the money that they spend on it. You mm-hmm. know, it'll still pay Robert Downey Jr. So, yeah. and that's just, and that's the world we live in. But I think what's so great right now, especially for wrestling fans is you have a choice. The choice yes. is there. Choice and for you me. You choose to watch raw. You can choose choice to DVR it and fast forward through the parts you, you don't like. Or you could just choose to watch NWA Power, and you could choose to get our pay per view, which you know you could pre order right now. I mean, you there you have options out there, and where can NWA they pre order that? Pay per views are a fantastic option, and people are really waking up to it. Yeah, where could where can people pre order just through Fight, or is it? Yeah, it's all just everything's through Fight. Okay, it's nineteen ninety nine right now, but you know, you, with Fight, you you buy it and you own it. You own it. You watch yep. it as many times as you like. Been there, you know, done that, and it's it stays on your account, and and I think that that's so fantastic, because then at the same point, if you you can have the I have the fight app on my phone, yep, and so I spend a lot of time watching my old programs, Champ to Wrestling Hollywood, Champ to Wrestling Arizona. I'll watch those on the elliptical at the gym, yeah, and at that same point, I could be watching a pay per view for some other organization. Then I come back, and there's a Fight TV app on my smart TV, and I can watch it here. So. You have so many options to watch wrestling anywhere in the world, and you don't need to be strapped to your TV or strapped to a DVR. See, and that's the weird thing, Joe. That's what throws me off. It's so crazy nowadays. Everybody really owes everything to fucking technology is what it boils down to because, like, media consumption right now and for the past, like, couple years, maybe put it max five. I mean, you know how technology is just rapidly evolving. I the way we can consume media like we do, whether it's professional wrestling or baseball, football, basketball, movies, music videos is just as fast as I said them, you know, if not faster, mm-hmm. it's so crazy, man. It like, I don't know. And the way it kind of throws me off, it makes me feel like weird. Like, man, it's just, everything is so much so fast. It's it, there's, where's the organics in it, you know, like the real passion and not that you don't mm-hmm. get passionate products and stuff, but like, I don't know. It's like the way technology is. Everybody is so like, everything's just out there. Like, is it making people have ADD or what? Like you just, Hey, I'm going to watch this, but Oh wait, I can't because I got to watch that. And then, Oh shit, there's that. And it doesn't matter. You can save it or do whatever. It's just so much access. I think the ease of access nowadays, I mean, everybody, every media person, mogul, I don't care what brand you are has to like bow down to that. Because it's so ridiculous, well, dude. I, I think the other thing that you get out of it is the connection mm-hmm. and we, and be and direct access to right. pro wrestlers. Um, you oh know, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine as a child mm-hmm. uh, sending a message to good old Jr. and be like, right. "Hey, man, <laughs> I love you on Raw." but i i could do that right now i could send him a tweet and maybe he'd respond to it and then so and you see that a lot especially with with our guys and gals that are on nwa power is we are very connected to that audience and there's long conversations that they will have with folks and and it opens a door and and once you make that sort of connection, it, you, you kind of get people hooked and you become, you know, part of their lifestyle, part of their landscape yeah. to a certain extent for some folks that are really into it, part of their family. Yeah. And, you know, I think Thunder Rosa is a really good example of that. She is absolutely killing it when it comes to Instagram oh, yeah. and having conversations with people and doing ask me anything. And I see that all the time. And, and granted, she came to NWA power with a pretty significant following, but it's oh, grown yeah. exponentially on our program. And uh, she puts the work in for it. And that's one of those things you got to do every day. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're able to connect with people. And once you've made that connection, they're going to follow you forever or until you turn heel. 
Yeah. Whichever <laughs> comes first. Hey, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, man. It's uh yeah. dude, it's yeah. And I'm very familiar with her social media interactions. And and she, like I said, going back to Lucha Underground, <clears throat> excuse me, she killed it in that, you know? Well, yeah. In in triple A and, and all she's that. fantastic. Yeah. She's fantastic there. I was I was cage side when she did her, her yeah, the fight. MMA fight for Combatas Americanas. Mm-hmm. And she didn't win, but you know, there every every person out there that that quote unquote knew MMA thought that she was gonna get knocked out in the first round. And in all honesty, if you just look at the tail of the tape in that in that, in that fight, yeah. There's a it, this woman was a foot taller, she had so much more experience, she had all this Dutch kickboxing stuff, and it's like, oh man. But no, Thunder Rose is too tough. She's not going to get knocked down, and she's going to go the distance. Yeah. And she went all the way, and it was something that was incredible to watch. And it takes dedication, it takes hard work, and it takes determination to get yourself to that level as a mixed martial artist. And that just translates into everything else that she does, yeah. in whether it's wrestling or, or anything else. And what's great about that is if you look at what she's doing, it's very similar to what you're seeing a lot of the other wrestlers that are on our broadcast. I mean, these are such dedicated veterans to the sport, and they've really found a place where they can really, what Billy Corgan likes to say, they can play their music, and everybody likes what they're playing. Yeah, you guys are rocking and rolling right now. You know, I mean, it's everything she'd done was great. And, you know, the tail of the tape aside, the fact that she got in to the cage, you know, everybody talks a lot of shit, especially nowadays, you know, social media, everybody's got a voice and it's very unfortunate, but, uh, everybody does. Um, she jumped in there and even mm-hmm. for, I'm not a huge CM Punk fan, but guess what? Motherfucker jumped in there and he did it. That's he got right. his ass kicked, but he took that chance, you know, knowing that like, I'm going to be right. honest with you. I don't want to go into a fight that I know I'm going to get my ass kicked. I don't. Exactly. You know, exactly. I'd rather that's why, hey man, if you get into something involved in the streets or whatever, you never know. It's always spontaneous. But like he knew. Right. He knew. You're right. You know, and I'm yeah. sure he had confidence to hey, I could at least do this. But you know what? He got in there. And same thing with her. She got in there and she did that. And she's not done. She's young, you know. Oh no. No, no, no. She's still training. She's still very much doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu mm-hmm. and working on her strike game out here. Um she lives out here in San Antonio, Texas, so I, I, I follow her quite closely, and, and boy, she is not done doing that. I mean, she just came back from Japan. She won a championship yeah. over there too. Um, so, uh, and and she's not alone. We have plenty of other people who are part of NWA Power. And what's great about our show is they get to go and work these other independent shows, and they get to be champions in other places. I mm-hmm. think Marty Bell recently won a championship somewhere. Right. And so it, and it's happening everywhere. It's happening with all of them. A lot of our guys are seeing more success because of, because of being on, maybe not because of being on our show, but I think that it certainly helps. Well, it's, it gets that it's, exposure. Well, yeah, it, it definitely helps with the exposure. We all know that. I mean, we could go back to, Hey man, three simple fucking letters and that's it. You know, like mm-hmm. if you're a wrestling fan, I mean, that's the exposure right there. And the fact that you have a good product, but the fact that also, they are appearing for whatever other promotion and it's the ease of contract. That's why a lot of guys I think are going to be, you know, will jump ship to go to either, excuse me, AEW or impact because of, they don't have to work that grinding schedule, you know? And with the way you guys tape and stuff, like go ahead. Like as long as you're here for our bookings and you're healthy and in shape and can do it, Let's do this and then go do whatever the hell you want. Because at the end of the day, you're an independent contractor. You know, you got to make money. You, you may or may not have kids to feed, but you got your own mouth to feed, you know? And that's, right. I, I, I know a lot of promotions that kind of like, there's some promotions up here that are like, Hey, yeah, you, if you're going to come work for us, you can't work this guy and that guy and that guy. And Hey man, I do music. Oh. I do band shit. I've ran into to that scenario in Chicago. It's like, Hey, you're going to play a show here. At Reggie's this week, but you can't play House of Blues or some the week before. Like, what does it matter? Like, there's this right. unwritten rule that, like, no, dude, I gotta feed my fucking own in myself. I'm gonna do it as long as I can perform and do whatever for you. You're gonna get it, you know. And that's what I appreciate about that. And the, I'm sure the boys do because, like we said, in this new era of professional wrestling, this new generation of shit, 
Like people can do that. Men and women can do that now and have choices to go to Impact or ROH or whoever in these indies and work at their own leisure and make good money doing it. Right. And I mean, even places like ROH are, are very receptive to having partnerships. And that's exactly. certainly something that you're seeing right now with Marty Skrull and Villain Enterprises. What, and it's what we're doing right business. now here, you know, me and you connecting, networking, you know. Right. NWA, JP Dub coming together. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. So you're out in San Antonio. I played out there, man. Let me tell you, that little river strip they got down there in downtown. The Riverwalk? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's beautiful, man. It's a good time. It is. I'm, I was there all day uh, today. Unfortunately, it was because uh, there was a shooting at a, at a club there. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, two people uh, died. Oh. It was Sunday night, and it was at a concert, and it was a very unfortunate situation. What there, concert but, was it? Uh, was it one of all the rap shows? It, it was. It was a. It was a rap show, and then. Uh, but they it probably wasn't the gunman rap who show. happened to be one of the one of the gentlemen who was performing that night. Was he a trap rap artist? <laughs> you know, I, I guess you could qualify him like that. Um, you know, he they did the perp walk, so I got to oh. interview him as they were putting him in the car, and nice. he just wanted to put over his Instagram and uh, his, his music label, I guess. Um, I don't know how much you ain't on death row. What does it matter? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's facing two counts of capital murder. I don't know. Yeah, how much like fuck that guy's music like. he's gonna be able to put out. Yeah, ruthless ruthless records can't save you now. Yeah. So, uh, but so unfortunately, wow. I was there for that. But on the plus side, it is an absolutely beautiful day to be down by the Riverwalk, which is, you know, one of the great parts of living in San Antonio. You know, the one thing that's great about living here is it's dead center of the middle of the country, and it's got yeah. a decent enough airport, and I can get everywhere in two hours. Um, and then on top of that, it, it, everything's affordable here, and uh, the food's pretty decent. That's and, right. You got that uh, tax. The wrestling scene's pretty good, so mm-hmm. I don't have any complaints for for moving here to South Texas. I tell you that much. Very nice. Um, so I, I understand you have this uh, love or curiosity for a B-movie films. You know, it's been a while, but I, I do like a good, solid, you know, Japanese monster movie every once in a while. That's very mm-hmm. good. And then other movies that are considered B-movies that, you know, I, I find are fantastic. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Rubber. Oh, with the uh, tire. I love it. I love my son. Do you fuck is, shit up? <laughs> yeah. That that film is shot so beautifully. It is. I feel like it should have been nominated just in the category of cinematography, especially for its time when they did it oh, a yeah. number of years ago. And, but, you know, killer tire shooting, killing people with telekinesis. It, it's what could be better. And then, you know, you've got all your other sharknados and versions of that and and then you go back even further to when i was a kid one of my favorite things you know i would watch pro wrestling and then the next thing i'd be watching would be mystery science theater 3000 yeah oh yeah and so and that evolved into riff tracks and Mm -hmm. all that great stuff and and i i could right now sit down and call out sick to work for five days and watch nothing but MST3K and other B movies and, and and just have a great old time. Hell yeah! What kind of music are you into? You know, I I bounce back and forth with a lot of stuff, and it kind of depends on what I'm doing. Uh, when I'm doing research for pro wrestling, I like to have classical piano on, mm-hmm. just kind of have it as white noise. Right. But if I'm hitting the gym hard, I like like stupid gangster raps good yeah dude yeah, yeah, yeah. just to yeah, like clang yeah, and bang too you know what yeah I mean? that's what's about that old easy i got you know i got easy figure up in the studio we always end on wet them up you know that old nw <laughs> nice you know um 187 um, it's andre uh the villain i'm actually uh looking now to interview um one of the original members of nwa you know the villain in black that's super dope yeah i yeah. listen to that that'd yeah. be cool Hey, I like shit like that and like that old, yeah. but that's, you know, Hey man, I'm 37. I grew up in that and I was like a metal punk kid, but I didn't appreciate that stuff till I got a little bit older or had friends like force me into it. But I mean, a yeah. lot of that stuff, like there's a lot of reality to it, but there was just, man, it's like even the music and the beats that there was like, some of it's like listen to a horror movie. Like I'm a death metal dude. Like 
I like some of this shit, you know? It's like, yeah, it's crazy. It's all good. And it, it's all about time and place, you know? Sometimes exactly. you want to listen to old school NWA. Some days you want to yeah. listen to the Squirrel Nut Zippers. Yeah, you know? exactly. You're <laughs> you in the gym tearing it up. You want to hear Tupac talk enjoy. about, yeah. If you're in the gym tearing them up, Joe, you know you want to hear Tupac talk about hitting them up, you know? Like exactly. Something. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so it, it, it varies, but I, like, I think what, I, what was I listening to? I was really – Last Train to Lum- London by ELO came on. Oh, like, oh fuck heard, yeah, dude. fantastic I ELO love song. ELO, dude. I don't, th- I don't think that song gets as much credit as, as some of their other hits. I agree. Like, That's a great song. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Dude, ELO. I'm glad you threw a shout out to them. They're dope, man. They're dope. I mean, oh, for sure. Talk what about a... theatrics and pomp and circumstance and yeah. all that sort of operatic sort of style that comes with, you know, ELO and mm-hmm. Queen and all that other sort of Fuck stuff. Yeah. I mean, you, I, the, these kids today could take some notes. Yeah, I got to turn you on to uh, <laughs> my boy Brad Vanderzee from the Pink Machines. It's just a one-man band. He does our theme song. Um, man, he's he's like ELO, but mixed with fucking death metal and grind and just like Johnny Winter rock and roll and, you know, bad religion, black flag, punk rock. Like, it's see, this- That's what's so great is you could take all these things and mix them all up and then it becomes your own voice yeah and it becomes something and that's how that's how people start to follow yeah that's that's how how, it's supposed to be yeah that's how rock and roll happened that's how rap happened exactly you know hip-hop you know any of that any of that musical genre shit you know unfortunately new metal uh happened um (laughs) 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 let's get for all you corns fans out there gonna break it down i can't tell you how many lyrics Jonathan Davis from Corn Row, and the guy's probably pushing fifty right now about his. Uh, and I'm not trying to downplay this because it's it's a bad <laughs> subject, but like it, being molested when he was a little kid, it's like, all right, well, you know, we get it, John. You're like fifty now, like it, it doesn't have the same <laughs> fucking effect. What the hell? Yeah, well, I, I, but at the same point, it all just kind of depends on the, the era you were and when you grew up. I mean, Freak on a Leash is a great freaking song. I mean, I, ah. and, and they, I, I, it hit me at that right time. I they was were a teenager done, when it was yeah. a big hit. To me, they were done and, in uh, Life is I have, a, I have a soft spot for Limp Biscuit just because oh. it was just the right place, right time for yeah. me. As a dumb teenager with no taste in music. And mm. now I'm going to go buy a red baseball cap and wear it backwards. <laughs> I get you. Hey, man, I bought $3 bill, y'all. You know, like, oh, yeah. unfortunately, shit happens. But uh, that was a dark time, man. I think, like, for music, like, after Cobain fucking offed himself, and then you kind of really had, like, hip-hops. Like, that killed rock pretty much for a while. And uh, hip-hop really took over, and, like, the Master P, like, yeah. era and all that shit. And then you started to get, like, the we used to call it, like, Pimp Core or New Metal, like, the Corns, your Limp Biscuits, and even Deftones, which thankfully mm-hmm. broke out of that. And to me, Deftones are just, they're, like heavy alternative like almost like a 80s duran duran type new order deal meets like metal you know like stuff like that yeah yeah but you know that's the great thing about music is it's always going to change and it's always going to evolve and and it it, at some point even if you're you're stuck on particular decades or particular genres if you just kind of put yourself out there, you'll find something new and something different that you didn't know you liked. Yeah. And, and if you're just receptive to it, and then you can start getting into some new stuff. And that, that's that's what living's all about, right? You don't want to hear the same song <laughs> that's right. a million times. You can hear some new stuff. You can let it dangle, you know? Experiment. Yeah. So other than uh, the Hard Times pay-per-view, which is coming up here, what else do you guys um, have like planned for as far as I guess what I'm really getting at is it going to be like are we going to do monthly pay-per-views with the NWA or are we going to get you guys have a pay-per-view schedule or I think that's an excellent question and I think right now things are still being worked out and I don't have all the details to it I will tell you there was a bit of concern that we might be oversaturating the market by having two pay-per-views with into the fire being about six, seven weeks ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a little bit of concern that we're doing it a little too fast. 
So it wouldn't surprise me if you don't see us have a pay-per-view in, let's say, February. Right. And it stretches out a little bit past that. I mean, you keep in mind, we will have our pay-per-view and then we've got two days of tapings. And right. so it's going to kind of depend on how many episodes we're going to be able to crank out then. But I think what's also going to space things out is some of the newer programming that we've got coming forward. So you're going to see uh, some pretty big announcements tomorrow about Circle Squared and about Girl Power and how things are expanding in the NWA. And so that's going to give us a little bit of time, I think, to to try to evaluate when's going to be the best time for us to go ahead and put out a pay-per-view. Uh, I will tell you what's really great is we've already had a fantastic response for hard times. And so I think it's it's going to be as profitable as Into the Fire was. And that, that pay-per-view actually broke a few records with Fight TV. Yeah. So we know we're that we're doing back, something right. Bringing back we're the fucking television title, man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And I think that tournament's going to do very well. I think yeah. people are really excited for that. And there's some amazing talents that are there. And then tomorrow you're going to hear the two more wrestlers that are going to be added to it. And it's going to be some pretty big surprises. These guys are real veterans in the professional wrestling industry. And they're going to be very, 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 very excited to see them in our ring at the NWA arena. Oh, yeah. You know, I can't wait. I need the juicy details on that off air, man. Come on. Oh, no, man. I, 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 you know what? I'd step on it, but I'm the one that makes the announcement. So I can't step on myself. God damn it. <laughs> the problem. All right. So. Maybe if they had Stu Bennett making, maybe I'd kind of edge in there and be like, no, no, I've got the breaking news, but it, it's me delivering the breaking news tomorrow. So uh, you'll it, it, believe me, it's worth the wait. I'm and sure we're, it we're is. Not too far away from it. So, and that's that's what's great. We, and what's great about our shows, we're always full of surprises. I mean, it's a tape show, but we also add in some extra things in there. How about our commercials? Let me. I, no, 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 in those commercials that I think you guys have been kind of lacking on them a little bit. Um, there haven't been as many. Uh, man, they are great. They're beautiful. They're wonderful. It, it gives me the Tim and Eric awesome show. Great job vibe. Um, oh, yeah. The way they're done. And I, I absolutely fucking am a huge mark for Tim and Eric shit. Like, I love that stuff. And you guys nail it out of the park and you're doing it with guys like Austin Idol. And it's like, man, this is. This is awesome. This just has this feel with it. It's fun. Using the old school, you're mixing with new school. You got that fucking humor there. Like, it's it's perfect. Those commercials, I'm really glad you brought that up because I would have kicked myself in the fucking ass forever if, you know, had we done this episode and we didn't bring up how much I enjoy my girlfriend really, too, enjoys those commercials. They're ridiculous. And I think that, that that's what we're really game, aiming for, too, is be, be because we have that there, it adds that extra entertainment value for a lot of folks out there who might just kind of be sort of into wrestling or just getting into wrestling and they're watching our product to give you a nice laugh in between two big matches. It really helps out. And it's it's that little, you know, little bit of pepper on pepper on your pizza, that red crushed pepper. Oh, I love it. I love black change pepper. Change the flavor a little bit and then boom, you're right back into it. You know? Oh, yeah, you know, you know, it's it, it's great. I love that. And uh, here's another thing you guys got going on. And a shout out to my buddy Mike Herman um, from Retrosoft Studios. We had him on the show uh, before there was an announcement of the NWA's participation in uh, Retromania Wrestling, which is coming out the first quarter of this year. So oh my what, God. what does Sometimes. that mean? What does that mean? It means really fucking soon. Uh, for all you PC players, all you Xbox One gamers, and all you PlayStation lovers out there, it's going to be coming out. Uh, at, we're featuring such NWA superstars as. That was Let's hear. I think I'm kicking I, it over, I, Joe. I, oh, so I think Nick Aldis is in it. There you go. Nick Aldis is there. Cole Cabana, I believe, is in. It. At least I think Cole Cabana is actually doing commentary. On. Yes, he is. So you're going to get those two guys who are doing commentary for it right there. James Storm's in it. And I'm trying to remember everybody else that was in that commercial. And it wouldn't surprise me if it continues to expand anyways. You're going to see guys that are going to be in there. And then you're going to see 
as just like any of these other wrestling games, basically expansion packs and updates. And you'll start to see anybody out there that they want to put into it is, is going to be in it. And I, honestly, I can't wait to play it. That, yeah, that's it, just me. It's awesome. And they're doing a, a contest right now with uh, indie wrestlers. They have like this tournament. <laughs> That's right. I did see that. And I'm what, I'm sorry. Cool. I'm picking uh, Warhorse for the win, man. If you're if you're not down with that's, JP Warhorse, then you don't know. What's look, that's that's a solid pick. I don't know everybody that's on that list there. I think I've only seen a couple of folks that I know because I don't. I haven't followed it too well. On that. Right. But I mean, what an opportunity to be a part of a video game. I think that exactly. that's so freaking cool. And yeah, and and in the game, you can fight for the ten pounds of gold. Come on, come on. <laughs> You know, so what the hell? What do you guys? <laughs> Sorry about that. I was coughing my brains out right there for a second. I had to mute that mic for you. But yeah, fighting for the 10 pounds of gold. There is, you know what? There's no other game out right now that allows you to do that. <laughs> no. And you guys get to fight in the NWA Power Studio. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking Which, crazy. And, and, you know what? And I think they did a pretty decent job on my avatar that's in that back corner. It's not 100% <laughs> like me, but it's close enough. <laughs> we need we need guy who look like baby boy. My girlfriend, she was like, you're going to be talking to the guy from NWA? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, the one that looks like a young boy? Yes. <laughs> She's I do fucking, a, how old I was you? blessed with my young, my young looks, my Ugh. youthful good looks that will carry me well on into <laughs> right. much older age. I will continue to look young. I'm very <laughs> there you happy go. with that. Do you have any Italian in you? I do. I there do. There you go. It always keeps you young. Trust me. Yeah. And greasy. And greasy. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. So, Joe, real quick before we end here, man, where can people find mm-hmm. you online? Well, the easiest way is just to follow me on Twitter. That's at Joe Galley News. I'm also on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Joe Galley TV. Uh, I do TikTok now. You got you doing the TikTok? Oh, the kids? man, I take TikTok. My kid does TikTok. for the kids? My, yeah. Uh, I try to do some fun stuff with that. It's usually just videos of my cats, but apparently they're very popular. They get lots of views. So I guess I'm doing something right. Well, and that's know. just my name. You can follow me at Joe Galley on yeah. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, and where can people watch NWA? Listen, it's the easiest pro wrestling show to watch anywhere in the world. It is on YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash NWA. Subscribe. Click the little bell so you get the little alerts for not only when we're doing uh, NWA Power, but also a lot of the other smaller videos. Sometimes we release exclusive content that's just on there that isn't part of NWA Power, and you can expect some new stuff coming up. But every Tuesday at 6.05 Eastern Time, 5.05 for you and me here in that central time zone, and uh, it's – it's the easiest thing. You can watch it anywhere in the world. And just like our pay-per-view, all you got to do is download the Fight TV app. You can pre-order it right now. It's going to be worth every single penny of that $20 you'll spend on it. It's going to be an amazing two hours of wrestling. We're crowning a new NWA television champion. And the field is just so amazing for it now. And we've got two big surprises coming up on our next episode of NWA Power. So make sure you watch tomorrow's episode, pre-order the pay-per-view, watch Hard Times. And I tell you right now, if you haven't watched any of the NWA product up to this point, and you do that, and you watch tomorrow's episode, and you watch that pay-per-view, I guarantee you're going to be hooked onto it, and you're going to be watching it every Tuesday. Fuck yeah. And don't forget, you guys, in Retromania Wrestling, which is coming out very soon, and all you video game consoles will get to play as some of your favorite NWA superstars, and you get to fight in the NWA Power Studios setup. So, fuck yeah, let's get excited for that shit. <laughs> let's get excited for Joe Galley, and you can follow Juice Pro Wrestling on any podcasting platform. Um any social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you'd like to leave a voicemail, tell us what you like, what you didn't like, as if you cared, uh, it'd be 1-872-267-4199. Good Lord! Get those calls in. And, uh, yeah, until next time, wet em up. Wet em up. Wet em up. I'm so fucking wet for Joe Kelly and NWA Power. You know the juice can't wait to go back into... The fire.
You gonna do sex to me? Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.